0: I've had a <laughs> had a, quite a busy day uh, and and I bless I bless the lord I bless the Lord anyone kind enough to put on their video for me I'll appreciate I'm sure the people who listen to our audios really wonder why is it that every other day I get to ask you to put your video on. If you can have your video on, I'd really appreciate it.
1: yes and if you can't please keep the chat box busy because i'd love to to i love i love teaching while i see your response i love teaching while i see your response so if you can if you can't have your video on
0: yes thank you very much you can <clears throat> keep your chat box you can keep typing the chat box i appreciate that amen amen amen
1: uh we are definitely most definitely living in
0: very good times we're living in very good times and
1: uh and as we do live in good times, it is important for us not to miss out on the timings that God has, that that we are living in. Just plugging in.
0: Nice to see you, Sam. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, Yesterday, as I was preparing,
0: and, and one of the reasons that,
1: Because there is, there is a harvest that is coming. And, and it's not just, it, it's a general harvest. It's a general harvest that's approaching. Uh, and it is important that you become a partaker of that harvest. The harvest that is coming will, will support will abound in grace what do i mean will abound in grace i mean that some people will get to harvest as a result of the provision of grace meaning that uh, not everyone who sowed will harvest but because of grace and because of 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 union because of oneness uh uh we we will get to 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 harvest amen amen so so i want you to be ready and as you pray uh as you pray do prepare yourself for harvest there is still time to 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 sow and i'm not just talking about offerings i'm not just talking about finances I'm talking about a a general perspective, a general perspective of sowing, a general perspective of of making sure that you have have put in the work, put in the work so that you can receive a harvest. There's still time to sow,
0: but the harvest is approaching, amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Our topic for today is learning to receive. Learning to receive. I'm sorry I'm sorry you got your link up, like on at the last minute I had literally it had skipped my mind to generate the link completely like completely I thought I had done it until at round eight, seven 59, and I'm looking at my WhatsApp, and guys are asking me for, for the, for the link. So I'm sorry you got your link very late, uh, but there's still time to share. There's still time to share to the people that you, you, you normally send it to. Learning to receive. Learning to receive. Uh, there's such a great emphasis when it comes to giving there's such a great emphasis when it comes to giving an emphasis of teaching an emphasis that is taught over and over and over and over but very little when it comes to the other end of of receiving of giving and and that is receiving karibu somi and, 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 and it is very important to, to learn how to receive not from the place that it has already been, not just from the place that it has already been given, now it is that you are taking it, but even from, even before the place of giving. Do you understand me? Even before, the, when, even before you approach giving, it is important for you to have a, a, an attitude, a posture that has been taught, a posture, let me say that again, that's so nice, a posture that has been taught to receive. That is is, is divine. It is important for us to have a posture that has been taught to receive. Uh, Because in the realm of the spirit, I hear a lot of people complaining because they have not received. Or, or, to them, it seems like they have not received. I hear a lot of cries in prayer of people claiming their harvest, of people claiming a lot of harvest and a lot of prayers that have not been answered because they, 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 they never had a perspective. They, they were never taught. A perspective of receiving. They were never taught a perspective that knows when a prayer is answered. So even before, even Scripture says that 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 before before you prayed, he he heard you, and he he like it's it's the answers to our prayer. The they are generated. They are already generated, but the but fulfilling or the manifestation of those answers becomes a problem, becomes a literal problem because we literally do not know how to posture ourselves to receive. And even when we, when, and, and most of the time, most of the time, we do not know how to posture ourselves to receive because there's a lot of condemnation that goes into the space of receiving. We have been taught, if not directly, indirectly, we have been taught not to have a motivation or a motive to receive when you are giving. And am, I, am I clear? Am I clear? Am I clear? We've been taught not to, not to, we've been taught not to, like the motive of our giving should not be receiving. So every time you position yourself to receive you are condemned because of that which you have had over and over and over and that destroys your posture to receive. Help me out here. Help me out here. Help me out here. Okay. So 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 it it has been taught we've been Taught that it is it is it is better to to give than to receive, but we've it has not been emphasized that it is also good to receive. Because the Bible does not say it is bad to receive; it just says it is better to give than to receive. So 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 so, if you understand it, you you know that that that. Uh, uh, better better comes after good so it's good better best so it is it is better to to give than to receive if it is best to give then it is better to receive but 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 because of how it has been brought forth we never have the audacity the strength to ask of our to ask of that which we need to receive we never have we we never have the courage to approach the throne of grace and say you know what i i am owed you owe me this and this and this because there's a lot of condemnation that has gone into the latter end of the principle of rece- of giving and receiving there is no reason to give if you will not receive Because the principle is give and it shall come back to you. And it does not only come back to you, it comes back to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over, meaning that every time you give, the principle in itself must orchestrate everything to make sure that you receive more than what you did give. Are you getting me? The principle, the kingdom principle must make everything work so that you're, you're receiving out matches or it, 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 it overshadows that which you get. That's why it's better to give. That's why it's better to give. It's better. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen to this. It is better to give because if you're constantly giving, you are positioning yourself to constantly receive more and even better than that which you gave. It is better to give than to receive course, that, that scripture cautions the man who does not go to plant, but awaits a harvest, but awaits to be fed. So the principle is, give and it shall come back to you. It says, give and it shall come back to you. And it continues, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men give unto your bosom. Second, together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Meaning that every time you give, you have a legal, you are, you, 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 you have, what is the word that I'm looking for? You are legally mandated to demand of that which you should receive and not in the same measure. The trick with the enemy is that he will constantly condemn you so that you are never in a position to demand that which you need to receive because that that is a legal, if the moment I give, it's a legal transaction that the, the latter end must be met, that the moment I give like this, men must come running to give to my bosom, not in the same measure, but pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So the enemy has used religion to confine us to a place of constantly giving, but never seeing the result, never seeing the fruit of that which we've been giving over and over and over and over. We give time, we don't get, we don't get time back. We give, we give our time, we sow our time so much, but we don't get our time back. <laughs> what do I mean? Every time you saw your time, every time you saw your time, you have a legal mandate that your day should be more than 24 hours. Every time I dedicate my service to, to whomever, be it God, be it you, I have... I have a mandate to prolong my time. I have, I have, I have been guaranteed pressed down, shaken together, and running over. That those things that would take me three hours to do must take me three minutes, thirty minutes to do. Why? Because I did sew my time. Time becomes like a fabric you can stretch it because you sew it. You, you did sew. You did sew. the reason it doesn't happen like that the reason it doesn't happen like that is because we never see it as that we never see it as that we never see it as a seed we never see it as 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 as, as an offering we've we've been we've been we've been reduced to see money and material stuff as offerings alone so every time you saw your time, be it to your church, be it to your pastor, be it to your cell group members, be it to, to that one person you cancelled for two minutes and gave them advice for three minutes. They came crying and, and you gave them time, wherever, be, every time you saw your time, it there must be, there must be a result. There must be a result on the other end for you to receive. For you to receive when people are living 24-hour days your days should be prolonged
0: <clears throat> your days should be prolonged
1: your days should be prolonged when people do a master's degree for three years, you should do it in two years. When people take a week to complete their assignments, you are you when you sit down to do a, an assignment that should take a week, it should take you three hours, four hours, because you sowed, you did sow your time. I had a story one day of of a guy uh this guy was he was a project manager and he had a company and, and they were running on they were they, they had a job they had to complete and they were running they were running late that the deadline was was closed and, and they literally had no time that job would take them like two weeks to complete it but they didn't have two weeks. And, uh, and he called his staff, and they gathered, and they began to worship, and they worshiped, and they worshiped, and they worshiped, and they worshiped, and, worship and, worship and then they began to work. And in the story, I can't remember, it took a, a job that would take them two weeks, took them three hours to complete, in perfection, in excellence. Time is made subject to you. Time has been, you've been given the jurisdiction and dominion over everything on earth, including time, because time is, 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 is a mandate. Time is not found in the realms of the heavens. Time is found in the realm of the earth. And, and you've been given dominion over it you've been given dominion over over everything that is on earth including time so you have the authority you have the power you have you have the ability to subdue time that's not our subject for today let's move on so so we must be characterized by receiving because we practice giving and and and, and and, and 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 that should be so nothing that you give nothing nothing absolutely nothing that you give nothing that you give should go to waste it should nothing should go to waste nothing should go to waste. There are two schools of thought when it comes to giving there's the one school of thought that concentrates on uh, on uh, What is it called? On the ground. So, this is what they say, that when you give, you should consider which ground you are sowing into because the ground that you are sowing into will determine your harvest. If you sow into good ground, uh, uh, it will determine your harvest. It, it, it will determine whether your harvest will come right or your harvest will come wrong. If you sow into, if you sow into good ground, then your harvest should come right. If you sow into, into, into a wrong ground, then your harvest should come wrong. That is one school of thought. It is not a bad school of thought. Many someone's blasiery. It is not a bad school of thought at all it is not a bad school of thought. Though it is limiting, it is not a bad school of thought. And this is, this is just what I have to say about it. When it comes to giving, there are times that your giving must be directed, your sowing must be directed By the Spirit of God, into where you sow. For example, if God speaks to me today to sow into the life of Somi, in whatever fashion—be it money, be it time, be it my finances, be it my my mind, my whatever it is—if God directs me to sow into Somi, and I decide to sow into Ivy then I have sabotaged my receiving. (laughs) So if God directs me to sow to sow me, then I ought to be obedient and sow to sow me because it is he that knows why he has chosen that ground for me to sow into, okay? And at that particular point is when I agree with that school of thought where there's good ground and bad ground, not on the basis that that, that the two people, Ivy and Somi, are, are, are good and bad, but because the direction of the spirit at that particular time was to sow me, and, and by that direction, that makes out the good ground to sow at this particular time. That does not say anything about ivy as being a place to sow and you for you to receive but at that particular time for that particular for that particular instruction the ground that has been ordained for my receiving is so me and if i do not do that then i sabotage myself okay so when 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 and and and, and i see this a lot i see this a lot uh uh a believer goes to a pastor a young pastor as a young let me say a young pastor or or a, a small pastor by small i mean they have a, a small congregation they are not uh a big time pastor they do not pastor 30,000 people and whatnot uh and 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 ivy being a congregant comes to me um, and one person comes to me oh, there is this business blah 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 uh, uh, that that I need to do there is this and this and and we hold hands and we pray and we declare and we decree and we declare and decree and declare and, 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 and decree seven times sixteen times seven times a day and on the seventh day we do it seven times again and then she goes and on that particular issue god answers god answers let me say my prayer <laughs> because she had come to me for me to pray she had not come for me, to me to pray with her she had come for me to pray for her there's a difference there's a difference when when there is a difference there's a difference when when you ask your man of god to pray with you and when you ask them to pray for you big difference big difference big difference, big difference. Big difference, it's an issue of honor. It's an issue of acknowledging the place that God has placed them and, and, and the authority that God has given to them. So, so when, 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 you are, when you are asking them to pray with you, you are asking them to combine forces with you. When you are asking them to pray for you, you are petitioning the office and the authority that God has placed on the man to work for you. Big difference. That was just a by the way. So Ivy comes, I pray for her, and she goes, and and God answers the prayer. And when God answers the prayer, Ivy looks at what God has answered, and Ivy, in her wisdom, decides that she will not come back to me with an offering of thanksgiving because... Because I am a young pastor, or I am a small pastor, I have a small congregation. So anona uh sifa sadaka ya fumbili. But when we have prayed together and God has given her two million, she decides to go to a, a bigger anointing. <laughs> she decides to go to a bigger anointing to sow because. The, the, the anointing of God over the man that, ha, that has been laboring laboring with her over the time is not sufficient, is and at that particular time, she just has sabotaged herself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand? That we need to be very, very keen when it comes to matters of giving, especially when it comes to matters of giving finances. We need to be very careful so that we can place ourselves and take a posture of receiving. The second school of thought is is the first school of thought comes from the parable of the sower. Totally off context as regarding this, but it's a school of thought that exists. The second school of thought comes from... from from the scripture in genesis i think 26 where isaac did sow in famine during during a drought and and when there was no when 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 there was no water when there was it was not conducive to sow and he did reap that same year a hundredfold and that second school of thought is not as limiting as the other one though 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 i have explained to you why why that school of why that school of thought exists and how we should carry it out when it comes to to us who are living in, in this day and age where, where, where god is, is revealing himself to us the more the second school of thought is is where you and I belong where it does not matter where we saw because it does not matter where we saw our harvest must be guaranteed. You have to understand that in the second school of thought, when Isaac saw... When Isaac did so, he had been given direction by God not to leave that country because at that time there was famine and people were running to Egypt because in Egypt there was food. And Isaac was told, stay in this land. And it it records that he did so in in that land in a time of famine and drought, that time of famine and drought, and he did reap in the same year a hundredfold, a hundredfold. That means that it didn't matter what was going on in his environment. It didn't matter what his environment was looking like. He had the ability and the capacity to sustain the planting, the growing, and the harvesting. And it did not come short. It came a hundredfold. I decree to you today that you have the capacity to sustain every seed that you have been given. It does not matter where you have sown. It doesn't matter if you did so to a pastor and that pastor decided that he will leave his wife and marry three other women. It doesn't matter because it is you who did so. Your harvest will not go to waste. I decree that in the name of Jesus. I have seen your comment. I have seen your comment. Dot dot dot. And I will address it. I will address it. I, it.
0: I, it.
1: I will address it. I'll address it. I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you where 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 the mistake of the the mistake of the insufficient teaching of grace does sabotage us to the place of receiving. Okay, and actually, it. This is what I'm saying. It 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 doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when when we grow. It we begin to influence the environments that we walk into, and and uh, not influence, but. Wow, what's escaping me today? Condition. We begin to condition. We begin to condition the environment so that those environments can begin to respond to us. We begin to condition the environment so that those environments can respond to us. a very simple thing we ought to raise our expectation each time we give and it is not the ex- it is not just an expectation it is an expectation to receive because because here we are working on a principle Working on a principle, and the moment principle are set, it doesn't matter who who does practice the principle. I've said it this time and again. It doesn't. When a principle is set, it doesn't matter who does practice the principle. The principle will respond to whomever does who practices the principle. So, if a Muslim does give, there will be no uh, uh, the 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 heavens will not say this is a Muslim and the principle will not work for them. As long as they have induced the principle into life, the principle must work for them. So every time you give, you must learn to raise your expectation. And the expectation is for the latter end of that principle. Give and it shall come back to you. And because you are a believer, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. The place of expectation is a place of harvest. The place of expectation is a place of faith. The place of expectation is, is, is a place of hunger. It's a place of openness so that God can respond. It is important to know how to prepare the buns for the harvest. What are buns? Buns are are, are like stores that are built in in, 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 in the shamba so that so that when, when you harvest you have a place to to, to store your harvest. So so the you you have you have to know how to prepare your buns for the harvest. Every time Every time you have come to the place of giving, then then you must prepare to receive the harvest. You must make yourself ready. Each time a farmer does plant, each time a farmer does plant and they do not prepare adequately, some guru will tell you that, they do not prepare adequately for their harvest, their harvest does go to waste. So if you, if you plant maize, 16 acres, 70 acres, and you do not have an adequate preparation on how you will harvest, when that time to harvest comes and you are not adequately prepared, you do not have storehouses, you do not have workers to harvest, you do not, you do not have machines to harvest, every time you do that, then the harvest does go to waste. Sometimes... Uh, uh, the, the, the farmers delay to harvest and then rain comes and that, that harvest that was there becomes seed or becomes destroyed. I've had so many people when they were mature maker, they, they had tomatoes, they were, they were planting tomatoes and they did not anticipate rain or rain, rain did come before a pre-warning and their shambas flooded and their harvest was destroyed. Just like a farmer, we also have to have the mentality and the preparation of mind, the understanding of how to position yourself, to prepare yourself, to align yourself, to receive a harvest so that we do not risk the harvest coming and the harvest is, we are not well prepared to take the harvest. To take in the harvest, so the harvest is destroyed, and we end up not seeing the harvest because it's not a literal harvest. It is not. It is not. It is not tangible. Sometimes it is not tangible, so it is not like maize in the shamba, so that you see it being destroyed. Sometimes it just passes you by because you are not prepared. You are not mentally prepared. You are not uh, spiritually prepared. You had not envisioned. You had no expectation. You just gave, and the moment you did give, ukambi mungu sasa give. Uh, when is to bulike your patingi me? So you told God, I have given. Uh, Utan subulike ya harvest na ukachi. So God is ready to to deliver, or or the harvest is ripe, but you are not ready to harvest. So you end up not seeing the harvest, or the harvest comes through your hands, but it is misused, it is destroyed, and it does not benefit. So it it becomes a frustrating cycle of giving, because the moment you do not receive, then you are frustrated in your giving. One of the reasons that people are frustrated in prayer is because they do not know, they do not receive answers. They have not known how to receive, or they do not know how the answer looks like. So, so the answer does come or the answer you, you, you are not placed to receive the answer and because of that you cannot, you do not garner strength to go back and pray because why would I pray if something I prayed for 10 years ago, 15 years ago, continuously I am praying continuously and I don't receive the answers to the prayers. It, it is the same thing. It is the same thing. It becomes frustrating. It becomes really frustrating when you do not harvest and you are constantly giving. Most of us shy off from receiving. Most of us are shying off from receiving, not just from God, but even from people. There are people who have a problem with receiving, like they literally have a problem with receiving. We were having a conversation with with a friend of mine some day back, some other day, and uh, and uh, Rosa, if you can mute your mic. we were having a conversation and and for them it was just difficult it is just difficult to to receive and they look at receiving as begging they look at it as begging they look at it as begging they look at it as begging I'll tell you something, that sometimes the prayers you pray when you're asking God for things signify, signify your, 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 what is it called? What is it called? They signify how afraid you are to receive. And this is an example. When you ask God for a job, you are praying and you're asking God, give me a job, 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 job." and God gives you the job. Do you still continue with the prayer to ask God to provide for you? praying and you're asking God, God provide provide a job for me. God provide. God, I need finances. God, I need finances. Because I need finances, provide a job. The moment he gives you a job, do you continue going back to him to ask for finances or you begin saving? Do you do you consider him <laughs> do you consider him the ultimate source of provision and not you do not shift your focus from him being the provider to your job being the provision So he has provided a job for you, and because he has provided a job for you and you're working, now you are, you are worth your wages. You are worth your wages. The moment you begin to work, you are worth your wages, but you have removed yourself from receiving of every, of every gift that has been given, that God gives, because now you begin to become worth your wages. So you're praying, God. God gives you a job, and at that moment when you're when you're being paid, now everything, everything as everything that that concerns finances becomes becomes a. a, a, a uh, an issue of saving, investing, saving, investing, saving, investing, so that you can grow, you can grow, you can grow wealth, you can grow finances. But at that moment, it ends being, up. Uh, you, 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 you know when you work and you get an income, you, it is not an issue of giving and receiving it is an issue of you've put in the work and now I I require payment for the work. But when it comes to the receiving from God, it's an issue of everything has been given to you. Now you need to know how to receive it even, even when you are not worth even when you have not done anything that is worth receiving, that which he has given to you. I know there is the place of work. I know there is the place of putting in work. I know there is the place where where you begin to 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 to, to, to. there is the place of work. But but there is an understanding that we must know of the difference of, of working. Of works, the difference of works and working in rest. We must there must be a significance of works and working in rest. So most of the time we we remove ourselves from the sustaining hand of God from the providing hand of God. We remove ourselves from the equation of receiving because of of how we've structured our approach to God. So God give me this. And the moment he gives you this, then this becomes a provision and he ceases to be a provision. So you have removed yourself from the equation of him being a provider. It ought to be like that when, when, when God gives you a job, that... That, that job does not does not your your living does not equate to the standard of your job that the, the the life that you are living the life that you are exuding does not equate to 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 your paycheck even when it comes to, to, to investing and what all that because our eyes are focused eternally our eyes are focused eternally on knowing how to receive from him there's a time I used to pray and I would ask God for certain things and then after I pray I would go back to myself and 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 when I was uh, when I was when I was now talking to myself i would i would I would reduce in my head I would reduce the the quantity, the value of the things I've been asking for, because I, I, I think I, I look at it and I, and I say I'm not doing enough to to warrant being given those things by God. So i would ask God for, hey, man, say God, see, see, you give me a car, that's simple. So you give me a car, but when I'm sitting down and I'm thinking, I'm like. I am not doing enough. I don't have enough activities. I don't have enough uh, enough safaris. I don't I, I don't have enough that warrants me being given a car by God. And that would go on for long for long until sometime God told me that you will never you will never do enough. You will never do enough. To receive from me. You cannot buy my provision. You cannot buy my provision. You cannot buy my provision at all. So I have, I began to learn how to sit and, 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 and open myself to receive even of that which I am not worth to be given. I began to change my, my understanding, my, my perspective, and, and know that it is not what, it is not what I do. It is not what that guarantees my receiving. It is who I am. I said most of, most of the time we shy off we shy off from receiving because we think it 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 will be looked at as the motivation of our giving. It will be looked at as the motivation of our giving. And because of that, we sabotage the mechanism of the principle because one of the motivation to give is to receive. <laughs> I know it sounds absurd. I know it sounds absurd. It sounds selfish. It sounds... It sounds like a very bad motive, but one of the motivations to give is to receive. It is not complete. Giving is not completing without receiving. In fact, when God sends you to give to someone, it is as a result of their giving that God is answering. Sometimes it is as a result of God's mercies, but most of the time it is as a result of of their giving that it is their time to receive. Yes, we give to receive. We give to receive. Let, it, let, let, let you not be condemned by that fact. Let you not be condemned by that fact. Even Christ gave his life so that you can receive life. The, like it is a complete equation. It is a complete equation that is never complete if the, the end of one is not, is not fulfilled. If the end of one is not fulfilled, then it is not complete in itself. When you're not prepared to receive, the harvest gets spoiled or it's not effective. I'll say that. Receiving is a divine motivation to give. Receiving is a divine motivation to give. In fact, receiving is the mystery of giving. Receiving is the mystery of giving. This is the other thing that you need to for you to learn how to to receive you have to learn to prepare your giving. 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 What do I mean? What do I mean? giving must not be an accidental part of your life for most of us giving is accidental that you get to church and then it comes to the the offering time and then you realize wow 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 sina pesa sina pesa so still give meaning you did not plan you did not plan give an offering you did not plan it is not in your plan it is not budgeted the way you budget your money you don't budget your offering in it so it is accidental it is just an accident like 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 nikama bongana. it is just an accident that that you give you enter into a service and a, a, the bug comes through the offering basket comes through and and now you begin to think through your wallet and and see how many notes you have, and then you just get in and give. It is not planned. You did not plan. Every time you you enter into a space of worship, plan, plan to give, plan to give, plan to give. Because when you plan to give, you will plan to harvest. When you plan to give, you will plan to harvest. It is as simple as that. If If I take a bag of seeds and I go throwing them, anywhere, or I take a bag of seeds and and that bag has a hole in it and as I'm walking, seeds are just falling without me knowing it's accidental. I will never plan. I will never plan. I will never tell myself, oh, that day as I was walking with that bag of Mahimi, the moment you do not plan your giving, then you have already sabotaged yourself because you will not plan to receive you will not plan for a harvest. You will never plan for a harvest because it will be accidental. So you do not, even when you get into the space of prayer and you are, you are, you are petitioning the heavens for your harvest, you have no record. You have no record of, of how you did give because it was just accidental. It was just all over the place. So you cannot say, you cannot, you cannot bring it to remembrance in the throne of God and say, God, why is it, why is it that my things are are not moving, yet I have given here and here and here. You do not know. You do not know where you did give. You do not know to which altar did you give. You did not even consult the spirit on how you should be giving. You have there is no direction in your giving. So there will be no direction to have because you don't, it doesn't hit you that you did give. Giving an offering in church should not be a tradition for you and I. It should not be a tradition that at at some point we give. So I will just give whatever it is I have. No, it should be planned, it should be budgeted, it should be, it should be something that we spend time praying over. That God, these are my offerings, these are the things you've given to me. They are not equivalent of a sacrifice of me, but they are things that you have given to me. And I am praying that as I go and give, as I go and place them on the altar, I pray that the ordinances, that the commandments of your word, that the principles of your word that concern giving may follow me my children and my generations to come that is how we give that is how we give we just don't wake up and remove that 50 shilling and give no you have to plan you have to pray you have to pray in fact it is important that the spirit of god leads you into a fast over your fasting over your giving it is not just a tradition we just don't throw it, throw it 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 everywhere and now you have nowhere to go and 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 uh, I'm, I'm using imagery of I'm, I'm using the imagery of a farmer and whatnot so a farmer who 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 just goes throwing around seed everywhere does not have a place to go and claim the harvest because they do not know in which land they did place their seed And even in a land that they have, that they own, and they plant, they just don't throw seeds. They just don't scatter seeds. It is, it is planned. Kunatimbo machimo ina pangwana laini ina 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 limu a kwa laini vizuri vizuri. Wakati na mea mimi zinazinazinakudia zinatolewa so that one can grow. So it. When there it is weed, it is the weed is removed. There is work that goes into that process of giving, so that at the time of the harvest, they can begin to plan for a harvest because they did plan for their planting and for their soul. Are we together? Are we together? So anyone who does not plan their giving will never plan their sowing, will never plan their receiving, will never know where to receive, and in, in that manner they become frustrated. So they're like, God, me too. Me, me, me. Give something. I give my tithe. I, I, I give. I, I give a fast food. I, I, they become frustrated. Giving becomes a frustrating exercise to them. It becomes a frustrating exercise. When you plan to give, you will learn to prepare for a harvest. Listen to this. Every person that plans in brackets, puts thought, prayer, budget, effort, etc., has a sense of being worth to receive. They have a sense of being worthy to receive. The moment you, you put effort into your giving, you put prayer, that, that, that you seek the Lord as to how you should give, where you should give, to whom you should give, you grow mature your understanding about giving. You become the giving itself, You the condemnation to place yourself in a position to receive It it evades you. It moves away from you. Why? Because there is a sense of worth that you are worth to receive because you gave. You are worthy to receive because you gave, because you planned, because you prayed, because you were directed. You, you, when you sit and you're, and you're saying, God, I thank you. I thank you because your, 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 your word is, is, is yes and amen. I thank you because your word sustained. I thank you because your word will do what it says it will do. And now that I have obeyed your word, I know that you have positioned yourself Continuously to provide for me. You have positioned yourself to see that my seed does not go to waste. There is a you become you there is a worth, there's a strength in you, even when you are praying and you are calling for your things to work because you planned, you invested in your giving. If you do not invest in your giving, there is no way you will invest in the place of receiving. Because you will never feel what you will never feel like you are, you are rightfully being, you are rightfully being positioned by grace to receive. You will continuously work so that you can receive. You will ever continuously work and say, hey, man, if, you know, if I don't work, you know, if I don't work, I will not receive. You know, if I don't work and, and you will inject some things that are not scripture, you know, God help, helps them that help them, themselves things like that, you'll begin to speak some things that are not truth. Condemnation, the condemnation to receive mostly comes to those people who just give by accident or by chance. If you accidentally throw seed, literally, on any field, then you won't keep track of the growth of the seed. You will never expect a harvest. A farmer who just goes throwing seed on the rock, on the road, they never keep track. They they don't know how to keep track of that seed. They don't know. They, They don't know how to monitor the progress of their planting. So they cannot. They cannot prepare for a harvest. The secret of receiving is in giving. For you to learn how to receive, you have to learn how to give. That's the thing. For you to learn how to receive, you must learn how to give. When giving is poison, when giving is poison, automatically receiving is poison. When giving becomes the benefit of a a peculiar, End of God. That when giving becomes the benefit of a peculiar few, in the name of building the church, when giving becomes becomes uh, when when we are when we begin to take suggestions of how we should give and where we, and how we should not give from the world. Have you ever noticed that that? The people who complain about prosperity preachers are not members of, of those churches and and here hear me clearly and plainly. I'm talking about a people who are doing things right. I'm not talking about thieves, I'm talking about people about people who are doing things right. I, I, I am not talking about I'm not doing a general statistics. No, I'm talking about people who are doing things right. The people who complain about, oh, Pastor so-and-so has become wealthy, Pastor, I mean, are not members of those churches. And to an extent, they are not even believers because members of those churches are profiting and benefiting from the giving that they are doing. They have no chance to complain because they were taught, they gave, they saw, they honored those men, they honored those women. And because of that, they position themselves in a place where God will still honor them and God does honor them. So they have no reason to complain. Why? Because when they came into those churches, they had nothing. And because they have obeyed God, they have obeyed the prosperity that they are being taught, now they are prosperous. Every time giving is poison, receiving will be poisoned.
0: Let's move on.
1: From, from what part? From, from what part should I repeat? Mm, prosperity, churches, or preachers. Okay. And when I say prosperity, I put quotes and quotes. I do this I do this because because the the gospel entirely is prosperity the the gospel in its entirety is prosperity so so there is no there is no prosperity because the the term prosperity preachers has been coined to 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 bring a theological and a doctrinal debate that is of no use in the growth of the church, in the body of the church, in the, in the church, the body of Christ. And, and, and when I have time, I'll explain that and, and, and what, I, what, I, what I feel about it. And this is what I was saying, that have you noticed that the people who complain about prosperity churches and prosperity preachers, are not people who are the beneficiaries of the word of prosperity that has been taught. So uh, uh, if my pastor is prospering, if my pastor is prospering, and the order in that house is right, the expectation is that I also should be prospering. If my pastor is prospering and 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 everything is right in that we 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 are following truth we are following Christ we are not there are no thieves then 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 the members of that church also should be prospering as a result of of of. of of the teaching and the practicing of the teaching that, that is being taught in that house. So when people begin to complain about the prosperity that is happening to the man of God specifically, the people who complain are not the beneficiaries of the word that has been taught or are people who did not practice the word that was taught. And to an extent and a bigger extent, they are people who are not born again. And the moment we begin to allow the world to give us direction on what we should do, then we have poisoned the place or the principle of giving or any other principle that we have allowed the world to give us direction into. For example, to an extent we have allowed the world to dictate our 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 sermons <laughs> in that when it is it is february and it is time for Valentine the, 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 the sermon topics of those days are, are about love they're about love and, and 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 the moment we begin to allow the world to give us direction then we go southwards it, it just ends it it becomes disaster for us so we ought not to we ought not to give the mandate especially when it comes to giving, and giving is very significant. We ought not to give the mandate on how we should give and where we should give to our people who are not believers of the faith. Because if you have no, if you have no faith, then you have no jurisdiction to judge that which is of the faith. Only spirit judges spirit. Flesh cannot judge spirit. Flesh cannot judge spirit. So we cannot allow flesh, we cannot allow poison to enter into the aspect, the principle of give, infiltrate infiltrate our hearts. The moment we do that, then we sabotage ourselves. Then we position ourselves not to receive. And when we receive It is poisoned. Let's switch gears a bit. Listen to this. To know that everything has been given, yet we for a fact don't have everything should raise an alarm. To know that everything has been given Yet you do not have everything yet everything has been given should raise an alarm Let's go to second Peter
0: Simon Peter second Peter chapter 1 Apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have
1: obtained like precious faith with us By the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory. the scripture says that God has given us, God has given to us everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who
0: called us by glory.
1: ...been received. Let me say that again. Just because something has been given, it does not mean that it has been received. Case case an example, that Christ has already given his life, forgiveness, salvation has been given freely, it has been given, but not everyone has raised to the occasion to receive of the salvation that has been given. In that manner, everything, we've been given everything that pertains to life and godliness, being in the place where we have everything should raise an alarm. Should raise an alarm, it's, we should know, why is it that I do not have this? And when do I get this? Why is it that this is not manifested in me, yet it has already been given? So that at that point, when we begin to inquire, when we begin to interrogate, solutions on how to fix because we ought to have everything that has been we ought to have everything that pertains to life and godliness as a believer you ought to have everything that pertains to life and godliness because it has already been given so we need not to to have excuses on the things that we do not have. We need to find answers. We need to find to know how to fix. We need to search through the knowledge We need to search through the knowledge of Christ to know how to receive, know how to get everything that has already been given. The wisdom is in knowing how to fix it. I don't have it. I don't know how to fix everything. I don't know how to fix, I don't know how to fix that part where we get everything that has already been given to us. But we need on a personal point, from a pers- we need to begin to interrogate why is it that my family does not have joy, yet joy has already been given, then I need to find it in the knowledge of him on how to know how to find that joy so that my family can have joy. I need to know what is it that I lack, what is it that I have not done, what is it that I have not aligned myself into so that I receive of everything that has been given. That is how we receive because everything has already been given. Everything has already been given that pertains to life and godliness. Everything has been given. We need not to have excuses. Oh, the time is not right, oh. I am not mature enough. Oh, it was the will of God that I don't have this. No. No. We need to know. We need to know. We are faced with a journey, and I'll repeat this over and over and over. We are faced with a journey of becoming the understanding that we that we talk about, the understanding. Karibu Pastor. The understanding that we talk about, the, the understanding, the, the, the understanding that we ought to receive is not literal understanding of things. It's not, it's not the mechanism that your brain gets to figure out the things. No, it is becoming those things. We need to become. We are, we're in a journey of becoming. Becoming is magnetic. Becoming is magnetic. When a fruit is ripe, it falls off the tree by itself. When a fruit is ripe, it it just falls off the tree. Becoming is so key. Becoming is so key. Becoming is so key. Looking into that mirror and and, and being transformed into the same image and, and, and moving from glory to glory is so key. It is so key because it becomes a major influence to the answer of our prayers, of the prayers we make. It becomes a major influence to the declarations and decrees that we make. It becomes a key influence to 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 receiving to the in the place of receiving when you give when you become is when you begin to understand it is not what you give it is who it is who is giving it is who is giving who is giving w- w- warrants it 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 it's that which opens up and warrants a result and what answer is
0: that? Mm.
1: When a king, when a president makes a declaration, when a president makes a decree over over his his nation and his area of jurisdiction. Versus when a chief makes the same decree, it's different. When a president speaks, everybody begins to run so that the word of the president is fulfilled. but not in our country. Our country is special to the core. (laughs) Cannot make that example in this country. But you understand what I'm saying? You understand that that if I come visit you in your house and I bring gifts and whatnot, and after two weeks, Uhuru, Oruto, or, or Raila, depending on who's your favorite, comes to visit you. Some people will not even touch the shopping that these guys have brought it, so that it, it remains it serves as a memoir that that so and so visited me. Like mimi It's just like ah uh, uh, but Jacob alikam, alikalia yoyo kiti. Yo kiti na inatolewa kwa sitting room. Inafunikwa, ina, ina kewa frame, inakuwa hang kwa ukuta. So that ijulikane, na ijulikane kwamba. The man himself sat on that seat. Ile kijikuwa litumia kukula na sahani zinahangiwa, like zina zinakuwa retired. They are retired from service because of who he is because of who he is. When you begin to learn of who you are, and what God has blessed in you, and the lengths that God has gone to to, to give you the gift of who you are, and you begin to make decrees, you begin to plant, you begin to give, then there's a difference, there's a difference, there's a difference when you have a full understanding of who you are, and you take your seed, you take your gift, you some sometimes, Sometimes because of who I am and because of the direction that God has given me, there are are gifts I give to people so that those gifts can bring healing into their lives. Because of who I am, I understand that it it comes with that. When I give, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. And because of that understanding of who I am, I will never be bypassed. I will never be bypassed by my harvest, my harvest will never bypass me because I understand when I give, it is authority that is giving. It is dominion that is giving. When I begin to pray, it is authority that is praying. When I begin to make decrees, they must happen because I know, I know, I know who, I know who God, I know the lengths that God has gone into to make me who I am, I know the investment, the investment of faith, the investment of grace, the investment of power, the investment of authority, the investment, the investment that has gone into me. Such a huge investment, such a huge investment. And that investment cannot, cannot, cannot go unnoticed. It cannot go unnoticed. Only when I know I discover I come into me. I come into my being. I come into I come into who I are. I come into the stature that I've been made to be. Remember the story of David. When David says, I hope, I hope today you go, you go look out the scriptures that I'm mentioning. When David says, I cannot give God that which does not cost me. I cannot give God that which does not cost me. And, 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 and most of the time, we we look at that from the aspect of the value of the sacrifice because the conversation was about the conversation was about David uh, 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 buying the the place of the, the the altar that he wanted to build. He was at a place where he he did not have the means to to put in to put in the gold, the silver to cater for the altar that was being built. Build and and this man was giving it to him. And David said, I cannot give to God that which does not cost me. Most of the time we look at it from the aspect of the value of the sacrifice, the value that goes into the giving, the value, what goes into the giving. But 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 listen to this, listen to this. It is David who comes to the realization. David comes to the realization that 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 it must cost me. It must cost me something. It must cost me something. Remember, there's nothing too big for God. So when David says it, I cannot give God that which does not cost me. God does not look at the value because God is the giver of everything. Everything is as it has is at, at His disposal. Nothing is too big for Him. So if you give Him a hundred thousand cows, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to God. It doesn't matter to God as long as it doesn't cost you. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't open. It doesn't touch it. If it does not cost you, it doesn't touch it. So that means that it is more about you. It is more about you and that which costs you as who you are than that which you are giving. Because the recipient of the sacrifice is not bothered by that which you are giving in terms of value. He is not bothered by the materialistic value of that which you are giving he is both he is bothered by you not being a sacrifice by you not presenting an offering that makes that connects the sacrifice that makes your sacrifice I don't know if that makes sense a sacrifice that makes you a sacrifice a sacrifice that costs you it brings you to the place where it has it has it has brought out everything in you that when the sacrifice is on the altar. He does not see the value of the sacrifice. He sees who is giving the sacrifice. Remember Jesus at the temple when he was watching. He was looking at what people were giving. That's so creepy. If you do that in our modern day church, say we'll
0: but jesus was there
1: watching jesus was there watching he was watching he was watching and 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 from 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 understanding of scripture and from understanding of revelation (laughs) <laughs> from the understanding of scripture and the understanding of revelation, I know that he was not just watching that which was going to the back. He was discerning the hearts of the men that were giving. Because he would look at that, at, at what a man would give and look at the man and know that this has not, has, it didn't cost him. It didn't cost him. A man would come with a 100,000 shekels of, 100,000 shekels of, of 100, shekels, a hundred thousand, hundred pieces, a hundred pieces of silver. Place it in in the in the in the in the, in Koyob. What to say kikapu Kikapukubo. And and Jesus would look at him, look at the sacrifice. Ako like, hmm. Itanu muamabati. Itanu muamawe. Itanu ita fanya kila kitu. Lakin it has not costed him anything. Meaning that the man was not the sacrifice. He did not give from who he was. He has no understanding of what giving is. He has no understanding of what giving is. They are giving for necessity. They are giving to fulfill a need. They have no understanding of what giving is. Giving is an extension of yourself. Giving is an extension of yourself. Every Every time you take an offering to the basket, every time you take an offering to the altar, it is an extension of yourself. That is why it must cost you something because it is an extension of yourself. It is an extension of yourself. If, if it does not become an extension of yourself, then it is null and void. It is like giving carelessly. It is like giving, 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 scattering, scattering, seed in a place where where it's not not a shamba. And Jesus looks at this woman, and this woman comes and gives. And she says, this woman is the best giver. This woman, her giving has been recorded. I see her giving. I not only see her giving, I see her. I see her. I see her. It is who you are. It is who you are. It is who you are. God will never, ever be bothered, even if you give 10 million shillings. It mm. doesn't bother him. It does not bother him. Does not. What is 10 million shillings to him? What is 10 million dollars to him? The heavens begin to run around. The heavens begin to run around. They begin to make sure everything is in line. (laughs) When that person gives that 100 shillings, that 20 shillings that costed them, as opposed to that one who came with 10 million shillings, it is who? We give, we give ourselves, we give ourselves. Never, never forget that. Never forget that. That every moment of giving is a moment to give yourself. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. It is at that moment that you align yourself to receive. It is at that moment that you begin to, 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 to have no condemnation when, when you are receiving. From today forward, you will not be careless about your giving. You will not be careless about your giving. You will not be careless about your giving. And you will never think to yourself, it is because you have given that you are receiving. I want you to listen to that oxymoron, the irony of this. We give to receive, but learn that it is not because you have given that you are, that you are receiving. Always learn, it is not because you prayed that God answered you. <laughs> oh, Always know, it is not because you prayed, even though you have to pray. It is not because you prayed. God is not rewarding you for spending three nights in prayer. He is not. He is not. In fact, you might spend three nights in prayer and 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 never receive an answer. When we step into the place, the throne room of God with confidence, with the confidence to ask, to ask of our harvest, we are not, we are not, we are not stating that we gave, now we need to receive. We are not just thumping. We are not looking for a reward. We are not looking for wages. We are not looking for wages. We are stepping on the word of God. We are reminding God of his word. Because you have to understand that even before you gave, the part of receiving was already answered even before you gave even before you went to give it was already answered you cannot receive if you have not been if you have not given yet that which you need to receive has already been given you cannot receive if you have not given Yet that which you need to receive has already been given. You have to learn the difference between works and the works of faith. Giving is a work of faith. It is what James talks about when he says, what is faith without works? Show me your works and I will see your faith. Show me your works and I will see your faith. If you don't show me your works, then I cannot see you because faith is, it, it has to have works. The works of faith. The works of faith. Ah, listen to this. This is powerful. This is powerful. This is powerful. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The works of faith are the guarantees of grace. The works of faith are the guarantees of grace. Grace is guaranteed. Grace is guaranteed, but in that grace that is guaranteed, there has to be a work of faith. Someone said, just because it rhymes, it doesn't mean it's the truth. <laughs> I just remembered that. That, is, that was another man of God taking a swipe at other men of God. Just because it rhymes, doesn't mean it's the truth. But this is the thing. Never, never think to yourself that you've under position to receive because you've been given. It must never cross your mind. That is the other thing that you must learn so that you can come to the place of receiving. Know that that which you ought to receive has already been given and the and the grace and the principle stipulates a place of work it stipulates it stipulates to you what you ought to do to transact this thing is like being given a key of an open door it's like being given a key to an open door Dot, dot, dot. Am I answering your your earlier question? I don't, I don't know who you are, so that's, that's your display name. Alamaza Yes. Because grace does not come to the people who do not work. That is what you need to know. Grace does not come to the people who do not work. But then again the people who do work as their guarantee, working their guarantee don't receive the providence of grace. But there is a work that has to be done and the work is in the confines of grace. So every time you give, you give in the you give from the confines of grace because you're doing a work of faith and that work of faith will guarantee the release of grace over your life. But because of the issue of works and grace, it has brought the, 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 the lack of in depth understanding of what grace is and how grace operates. John Fred, is that you, Commander? body is still not on because 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 of of the guarantee because of because of the lack of understanding of the full nature of grace and the full teaching of grace we end up not working not having works in grace not working in rest and we don't receive the providence of grace so because you've been taught partially about grace, when you give, you are condemned to think about how you will receive. Because when you think about how you will receive, it 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 it's been subdued into you that you're being manipulative with your giving. We must learn that when we begin to ask God for things, when we begin to, to pray for needs, we must learn always of how not to come to the place where we receive of those needs and forget the, the provider. I know it's, that's a cliche. I know that's a cliche. We must learn of how not to turn then the answer, the answers of our prayers into our provision. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. That from today, the wisdom of giving not just giving, but planning, putting thought, praying over your giving, not giving accidentally will come into your life. Second thing I want to pray for you is that you will become, you will become, you will become giving. You will become receiving. You will become. The ultimate point of salvation is to become like Him. The ultimate goal of salvation is to become like Him. And you must know that God is a giver, God is a receiver. In fact, He is, at times, he's, He is. He is hungry. (laughs) God is hungry to receive. That's why he can't do without worship. He can't do without worship. Because he must receive. So second thing I pray is that you become. So that every time you go into giving... It is not what you are giving. It is who is giving. It is who is giving. It is that which is costing you. It is that which commands the atmospheres. It's that which commands the angels to run around and get busy and get and like the moment a steps in, the moment Ivy steps into the place to give, I don't know if this is what happens, but this is how I'm picturing it. The angels are like, wow, 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 wow. wah. have a amendment to give. A second amendment to give. Wow. Make sure this thing and this is working. Make sure this and this is working. They become busy. They become busy. Go and touch so-and-so. Go and touch so-and-so because Ivy is giving. Go and touch so-and-so because Ivy is giving. Go and make them run to give a good measure, press down, shake, and together because Ivy is giving. Because they know the moment you give like this, you are giving yourself. You are yourself in that offering. You are yourself in time. You are yourself. You are giving yourself. So it disturbs them. How are we like, ah, who is asa? Usa anato animu, we are ta tu pratique, we are kikudoka kunagi to suburi. I pray, I will pray that you become, that you become. Third thing I want to pray for you. Is that your discernment? And this is this is something I I, I, I I failed to talk about, but I'll talk about it as I as, as I explain. That your discernment on receiving will be heightened. Your discernment on receiving will be heightened, so that <laughs> so that you understand what receiving is when it comes to to the spiritual. I know we've been taught that ukipanda maaragi utavuna maaragi. Mahindi, mahindi. It is that physical understanding that you come into that when you sow money, you expect God to give you money. <laughs> it is that physical understanding that when that when that when you 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 give a thousand shillings you calculate a hundredfold (laughs) and you say, I expect a hundred thousand shillings from God because it is a hundredfold. It is that, it is that physical understanding that we've come into, but this is a matter of discernment because some of you are, even as I was preparing this, as I was preparing for today, some of you are waiting for harvest that you have already spent just because you did not know that was the harvest. You gave, but you are still a hey God. Manze God, 2016, amsharangu yote God, nina expect unipatia a lump sum of money. Like, like, some people are waiting for a harvest that God already gave. You already received. You've been living in, in, in that harvest for so long, but because your discernment was weak, you did not know that this is the harvest. Sometimes God directs us to sow. And when we sow, the harvest is a is soul. God directs you to sow. And you go there, you saw, you saw your money, you saw your clothes, you saw everything. But because of of a, of of a let me say carnal understanding of or carnal discernment of what giving is, or physical understanding of what giving is and receiving of that giving is, you, you expect you ex you are always Goda akona ya 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 mango. You know mango. Mango, mango is a cloth store. Imagine when Godia voucher, ya, ya, ya platform, and then we go to Zaraman because ali pat, patiam to suit. Because of that kind of understanding and lack of discernment, you fail to understand that when you gave that piece of cloth. That person was healed. That person was healed from depression. And that was your harvest. That was the harvest. That person gave their life to Christ, or a member of of their household, because your cloth was in their house. And when they were washing it, God was convicting them. And that was the harvest. That was the harvest. You gave an offering. You gave an offering. You gave an offering. And when you gave an offering, you've been expecting an equivalent of that offering because kwa kiliyako ni ukipana maharage, unavuna maharage. You are devoid of the of the of the of the discernment of the things of the spirit and that offering the answer has already been given because your father was your father returned home your brother who was lost for years came back home your sister who was sick now is healed so and so school fees was was but because your discernment was was not aligned you're still waiting for a harvest and because you're still waiting for a harvest you begin be, you begin to be frustrated So the third thing I will pray for is that your discernment in matters of giving and receiving will grow, will mature, will mature, so that when you give, you give through discernment. And when the harvest comes, it is the discernment that tells you this is the harvest to what I have been giving. What's the first thing I'll pray for?
0: What's the first second and third thing I'll pray for?
1: I'm waiting. Because this is what I was talking about. This is what I was talking about. Planning. Cuz these are very important prayers I want to make. I expect them I expect you to have written them down so that so that when those prayers are answered you you come and tick so that when 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 you are praying you can say pastor sifa prayed over this the man of god prayed over this through your direction and and god this has been prayed for what's the first thing i'm praying for I will become giving. I will become receiving. To become, to become. Second thing.
0: Yes, second was becoming. Mm -hmm. discernment and wisdom so what's number one Uh, (laughs) three things I'm
1: praying for number one your discernment Your discernment when it comes to giving. Your discernment when it comes to giving. Your discernment when it comes to giving. Number two is becoming. Number two is becoming. Number two is becoming. Number one is the wisdom. The wisdom The wisdom of giving. The wisdom of giving. Can we pray? Can you just open up your mouth and pray?
0: You can unmute your mic. Thank okay, you, Jesus. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The prayers of the Catholics.
0: The practice of the prayers. The acts of the prayers. The cost of the prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus
1: father in the name of jesus i thank you and i bless your name i magnify your name because of your children your sons and daughters because you have purposed in yourself to bring us to a level of authority to bring us to a level of sanctity, And I thank you and I bless your name. So today I pray in the name of Jesus that the wisdom, the wisdom of giving may befall on us. The wisdom of giving may come to us. I speak the wisdom of giving, the wisdom, the pure wisdom of giving, the pure wisdom of giving from you, the wisdom to know how, to know when, to know where, to know to whom to give to, to know what it means to give, I, I speak this wisdom. May you accord, may you accord us this wisdom. May our giving may our giving be influential in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, I pray that we may become. I pray that we may become. I pray that we may become. That we may become giving. That in the in the in the event of getting this wisdom, we may become giving. We may become receiving in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that the heavens, the angels, the workmanship of of, of the heavens, the workmanship of men, that which stars men, may arise every time we step to a place to give. Every time we step into a place to give, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. As you give us wisdom, give us wisdom to plan. Let not our giving be accidental anymore. Let not our giving be accidental anymore. I refuse for anyone who's heard this message. I refuse for anyone who's a member of this family. I refuse for them to live a life of accidental giving where it is just by chance. I refuse it. The wisdom, the wisdom of God, let it absolve us from this. Let it absolve us. Let it absolve you from this problem. Let it absolve you from this problem from this day forward in the name of Jesus, in the name that you will remember. You will remember that you need to give. And as you remember you need to give, you will plan. You will plan you will but it will be not a thing that is at the back of your mind it will be at the forefront of your mind in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And God, let your children become, let us become, I decree that we become, that when we step into places to give, to give of everything, our time, our money, our resources, our knowledge. When we step into places to give, God, that there will be a commotion. There will be a commotion in the spiritual realm that so-and-so who knows themselves, who have, who, they that have become a giving, they that have become a stepping to the altar, and because they are giving, something must be done. An answer must be brought forth, a harvest must be brought forth, men must be sent from everywhere, men must be sent from everywhere, and because of becoming, I decree that as we give, as we give, as we give, men will suffer, men will suffer in their beds, men Will not sleep, men will not sleep until they come to fulfill your word. Give and it shall be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over shall men give unto your bosom. Awesome. Men will come from everywhere, from the Arab world, from the Chinese world, from the um, men will come because one who understands, one who has become is giving. One who has become is giving. They will do our bidding they will do our bidding in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let we understand, let us understand the grace, the grace that we will never come to a point and begin to demand of the works of our giving. We will never come to a point of demanding that God, we gave this, and we gave this, and we gave this. You have not given. Why? We will not demand, but God, we will see your grace. We will see your grace. We will see your our, our overshadowing grace over the works that we are doing. The overshadowing grace that over the works that we are doing. God, may the eyes of our understanding be opened. May our understanding be opened. May our understanding be opened that every time we will give, I decree discernment. I awaken discernment over us. I awaken discernment over us that every time you will give, Every time you will give, you will know. You will know what it is you are giving for What it is that you are giving, your material giving is translating to in the spiritual realm. You will know, you will know, you will know that though I have given money, though I have given paper money, though I have given, I have given clothes, this does not translate to clothes in the spiritual realm. So that God, when the answers, when the harvest has come, when the harvest has come, that our discernment will also be, will also be, awake, our discernment would be a lot awake, that we will know that this is the harvest to that giving that I did. This is the harvest. This is God answering that giving that I did. This is that, so that we will never be frustrated. I decree that you will not be frustrated in giving. You will not be frustrated in, give, in giving. And God, for everyone who has given in the past, and an ha- a harvest has been withheld, A harvest has been withheld over time. A harvest has been withheld over time. God, I contend. I contend with the principalities that have withheld those harvests. And I decree a release of a harvest. I decree a release. I decree a release. God, like Daniel was praying, praying for 21 days. He was praying for 21 days and the angel came and the angel told him that in the first day that you began to pray, in the first day that you set your you set you set yourself to pray, God answered you. But I have been withheld by the princess, the princes of Persia for 21 days until my Lord Michael came to fight, until my Lord Michael came to fight and contend with them. Today, I contend with the authority that you have given me. Me, with the office that you have given me, with the anointing over my life, with the grace over my life, I contend offer every harvest for everyone that has been withheld over time years and years and years i contend for answers to prayers that were prayed long ago i contend for answers to prayers that were prayed over us over them by generations before them i contend and i decree answers in the name of jesus christ i decree an answer in the name of jesus christ i decree a harvest in the name of Jesus Christ. Though so it was withheld for 21 days, for 21 years, for 21 months, for two years, for three years, five years. I decree a release and I declare release with speed in the name of Jesus Christ. And God, as this harvest is coming through, it will never feel like a delay. It will never feel like a delay in the name of Jesus Christ. So I magnify your name, be magnified and be exalted. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name, I pray.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen.
1: Amen. Amen. The harvest. The harvest is here. The harvest is here. The harvest is here. This... uh, Ah... that which that which that which has taken so long has been released that which has taken so long has been released that which has taken so long has been released because i see certain things i see certain things that were 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 to be were to be received by two generations three generations back in your family three generations back your 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 grand your grandfather your grandfather prayed your grandfather prayed your grandfather prayed your grandfather prayed and and that answer the harvest your grandfather sowed he gave and that harvest has not come it has evaded your father it has evaded your but now now it is being released in the name of Jesus it is being released for you and your brothers for you and your sisters it is being released in the name of Jesus it is being released in the name of Jesus it is being released in the name of Jesus. It is being released in the name of Jesus. It is being released in the name of Jesus. It is being released in the name of Caleb, receive it in Jesus' name. Caleb, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in freedom in the name of Jesus. A return to the work of the altar in the name of Jesus. 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 Some of you, some of you, your grandparents had had so much dedication to the work of the kingdom of god so much dedication to the work of the kingdom of god so much dedication but in in that manner because of certain things because of 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 the lack of balance because of the lack of balance their children did not end up the same but their things that 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 seed that was sown by them it will not by it will not go beyond it will not go beyond another you are a recipient i decree that you are a recipient of those things you are a recipient in the name of jesus it will not bypass you to another generation it will not bypass it will not be it will it will not be, it will not escape you. It will start with you. It will, I, I don't mean that, that your children will not receive of it, but there will be a flow, but it will start with you. It will start with you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ah, there's something, else. there's someone, there's someone, there's someone here that uh, two, three generations back, two, three generations back, their family had so much wealth, so much wealth. So much wealth. So much wealth. And, and you would hear a story of your grandfather or your great-grandfather that he used to, to, to slaughter animals for people that he would throw to, bash. And, to bash. and that wealth, but there's a, there's a return. There's a return. There's a return. There's a return. Because in that, there was a seed. In that, there was a seed. In that, there was a seed. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you and I bless your name. I exalt your name. I love you. I love you, Lord, for who you are, for who you are to us, for how you've opened yourself to us. I love you and I bless you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. You ought to go out and not sit on this word. You ought to go out and not sit on this word. Go and actualize, manifest it. Go and put it into practice. Go and decree it over and over. Go and decree it over and over in the name of Jesus. God bless you. God
0: bless you. you. You.